You are listening to Holy Words from Holy Cross, the sermon podcast of Holy Cross Evangelical Lutheran Church in Nazareth, Pennsylvania. We hope you find these words a blessing in your daily walk with God. Please visit us on the web at www.holycrossnazareth.org or in person at 696 Johnson Road, Nazareth, Pennsylvania. Be thou my vision, O Lord of my heart. Don't be all else to me, save that thou... Will you join me for a word of prayer? Mm, blessed Lord Jesus, we give you thanks and praise that we have this chance to come to your house of prayer, to receive of the riches that you alone can give, the word of God, the word of our salvation through you, the sacraments whereby you come to us and touch our lives and sustain us. As we receive these good gifts today, may we grow in our knowledge of your word and our understanding of it, but also may we embrace it and make it our own, that we might be drawn up into your light and love, This we ask in your precious name. For you live and reign with the Father and the Holy Spirit, one God now and forever. Amen. Glory and honor, praise, adoration, now and forevermore be thine. Blessing and honor, glory and might be to God and the Lamb forever. If there's a concept that is foreign to our experience as modern people, it's this word glory. To give glory to God. To give glory to anyone but ourselves, to be perfectly honest. Now this may... Sound a little strange. If you grew up in a church, that you worship God is like, hey, well, of course, what else would you do with God? <laughs> in fact, the word worship means worship. What is worthy of us giving all of ourselves to? That's the root of that English word. But if you're raised outside the church, there is nothing that seems stranger. Marva Dawn wrote a book, she was a Lutheran theologian a number of years back, wrote a book called A Glorious Waste of Time about worship because that's what it looks like from the outside. It looks like a complete waste of an hour and a half on a Sunday morning. I am an adult convert to Christianity as most of you know. Adult convert to any kind of religion. And if there was a stumbling block on my way in, apart from the book of Genesis and the resurrection of Jesus, it was this idea that worship was part of what ought to be going on in our lives. Why? Why would God require that people give Him worship and glory and glorify Him? Why would that be a requirement? That just made God seem like some kind of crazy egomaniac. A little fragile in his self-esteem. 
Now, that's what they call anthropomorphism. There's your ten-penny word for the day, okay? <laughs> it means to project onto something that's not a human being, human characteristics. I shouldn't be surprised that I did that. My writing instructor back in high school always said I did that constantly. It irritated him that I would make, I'd give human personalities to trees and rocks and things like this. But I did the same thing to God. Now, we are made in God's image, but we must never remake God in our image. <laughs> God does demand glory and honor from us, praise and adoration, but not because his ego is fragile, not because he needs it, but rather because we need to do that. We need to do that to receive the full riches of what God wants to give us in the person of Jesus Christ. God proclaims the Christian faith is Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. That's not just how He reveals Himself to us. That is who God actually is and has been from time immemorial. One perfect union of self-giving love. The Father giving Himself without remainder to the Son and the Spirit. The Son giving Himself without remainder to the Father and the Spirit. The Spirit giving Himself to the Father and the Son. Each of them glorifying the others as they give themselves completely away to the other in love. That's why we can say God is love. Not just that God loves, but God is love. Now, God's self-giving love is of such a quality that it overflows onto his creatures. God gives himself away to us constantly. From the moment we leave Eden, God is giving himself for the sake of his fallen people, just as he was giving himself before our fall. Longing for the day when he can walk again with us in the garden. And now, now in the person of Jesus, we see the full measure of what God is willing to do in His self-gift to His people. Far, far from being an egomaniac who needs the praise of others to prop up his self-esteem, in the person of Jesus Christ, God reveals Himself to be the most humble of beings that we can never imagine. God gives up all of what it is to be God so that He can embrace all of what it is to be us. Our corruption, our perishing nature, to suffer as we suffer. This is what God embraces and what God gives up in the person of Jesus Christ. And now, now, He has shown us what love looks like. It means to give yourself completely away to another for their sake and not for your own. We give glory to God, not just because He demands it as a God who is up and on high and so far out of our reach, but rather because he shows us the nature of love. And by giving ourselves away to him completely, 
We begin the journey of learning to love as He loves. Worship is rehearsal, folks. Rehearsal for heaven, rehearsal for that time when we will completely give ourselves away without remainder. Without fear that in giving ourselves away we will be crushed in return because everyone will be giving themselves away. This is the language of heaven is love. All of us giving ourselves to one another. And so we glorify the one who teaches us to do that very thing. That is why John says in his letter today that God is love, that we love because he first loved us. Jesus tells us that we will glorify the Father by abiding in him and bearing fruit as his disciples. If we have the love of Christ forever in front of our imaginations, if our days begin with it, and if our days end with us envisioning the love of God given to us in Jesus Christ, especially the cross where he sacrifices everything for our sake, we will find in us renewed spiritual power to love a world that may not want our love. To give ourselves away even when we suffer for doing so. Because in doing so we become more and more like the Savior who not only we are made clean by His Word as He says in today's Gospel reading but whom we seek to emulate and bear fruit for. It's part of our witness. Part of our responsibility but it's also how we learn to love as He loved which is what it means to have the life of God flowing through us. God's glory, the glory we give to God is not because He's a conquering hero, although He is that. It's not the glory we give to Him as the great King enthroned on high, although it is that too. It's the love He shows us. The humility that makes Him worthwhile to lift up. I want to share with you a story um, at the close, just something real that happened to me in the last couple of weeks. I, um, I, had, to, I'm, I had to go through the whole process of getting a new cell phone. And, you know, I think I enjoyed my colonoscopy more. <laughs> just the hours and the paperwork and the, oh, did, it, did the data go where it was supposed to go? What a nightmare. Anyway. The young lady who helped me through that process actually made the process a good deal easier to go through. <laughs> um, just this nice young lady, very, very just kind, and we got chatting. And you know, I, whenever I, especially when I'm going to spend a lot of time with somebody, which I was going to, um, I, I'd like to find some sort of common ground to have a conversation with somebody about. Uh, and um, I noticed she was wearing a necklace that had uh, Egyptian hieroglyphics on it. And I looked at her complexion, so I said, oh, you know, I know that those kind of things can be fashion statements, so I thought I'd ask, are you Egyptian? And she said, yes, yeah, I'm third generation. My grandfather emigrated here. Um, my mother went to Cairo University of New York. I didn't know they had a branch campus. Um, she grew up in Stroudsburg, and uh, we just talked, and she's about seven years out of high school, and she was sharing what was going on in her life and her perspectives on a couple of things, and I said, wow, you know, you're, you're really wise for a 25-year-old. 
And I said, you must have an old soul. She goes, no, 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 that's my faith. She didn't know she was talking to a pastor. Hmm. A young, a 25-year-old willing to share with a complete stranger that they have faith. That's perplexing. So let me explore a little. And we, we kept talking, and it turned out she was Muslim. And we had a conversation about that. We're going to have a longer conversation once Ramadan is over. Because I, I wanted to talk to her about why this was a formational thing in her life. Formational enough that she was willing to share with a complete stranger how important it was to her and how it was shaping her life. And the reason we're waiting till after Ramadan is that throughout this season for her, every other night, she's not out partying. She's not out checking her Facebook account and posting selfies. She's not using Tinder or anything else. She's going to eat a family meal and do religious devotions with her family. I thought to myself, 25 years old, willing to share with a complete stranger not only that she has faith, but that her faith is formational for her life. And she doesn't even have Jesus. I mean no disrespect to her or to, to Islam, but the God of Islam is that guy got God enthroned on high who gives dictums from up there and we obey because he's way more powerful than us. We as Christians have that God. We know him at Sinai. But we also know the God of the cross who gives himself in complete love and endures the worst abasement possible in great humility that we, his erring children, might be forgiven our sins and learn the nature of love. Will we be as bold? Will our lives be as shaped by his story as this young woman's life was shaped by hers? Will you join me for a word of prayer? Gracious Lord, we hear that story today of Philip and the Ethiopian eunuch and we see how quickly they jump at the chance. Philip jumps in to help and the eunuch jumps up to be baptized, giving himself to you as he learns the fullness of who you are. May we give ourselves completely to you. May we develop practices in our lives that keep you in front of us so your self-giving love is ever before our eyes and in our hearts that we may be emboldened to share your love of the world, bearing fruit that glorifies you. Lord, we proclaim that you reign as Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Let us, by our actions, show that love, that reign over our lives. Even as we receive the word of forgiveness and are empowered by it for our failures, this we ask in the precious name of our beautiful Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. Be thou my vision, O Lord of my heart. Not be all else to me, save that thou art. Be thou my best art in the day and the night. 
nothing but presence, my life. 